It's about you, your health, your family, and your community. This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And good morning. Hope you're having a blessed weekend. Welcome to another edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. Remember, for more information on the show, you can follow us on social media. Like, follow, and share at Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air. Or you can listen to the show anytime you like. Just head to your favorite podcast app anywhere you get your podcast and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. We begin this morning with Aaron Bly and Samantha Barlion. They are with the Cincinnati Association for the Blind and Visually Impaired. Also in the studio is Joe. Joe is with Westside Brewing. They're here this morning to talk about Braille Ale coming up on Thursday, August 11th from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. at Westside Brewing. They'll tell us more in a minute. It's our pleasure to welcome Aaron, Samantha, and Joe to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning. How are you? Uh, great. Doing great. great. Good. So we've had you guys on the show before, the Cincinnati Association for the Blind and Visually Impaired. We've had you on before, but remind our listeners about some of the services that you provide for those in our community. Oh, absolutely. You know, our agency's been around since 1911, believe it or not. So over 100 years providing services to our community uh, around visual impairment. So we always tell everybody we serve from birth till, you know, people come to us in their hundreds, literally. We do everything from early childhood and youth services orientation mobility. Uh, we, have an, uh, we have a very large low vision area, which is the largest amount of clients we see in our community each year. But we serve a little over 4,000 clients in our community every year. Okay. So explain to us what low vision, what that means. So, so our low vision services are really people that are coming to us that are typically um, losing their vision. Oftentimes it's due to as they are living longer, um, they're losing their vision. So they've had it their entire lives and now they're adapting to their new environment. So we're there to help provide things such as magnifiers, which allow them to be able to read um, lighting sources, uh, other other uh, help with still maintaining as much independence as they possibly can for as long as they possibly can in their own homes. Okay. Take us through the two spectrums because you have someone that's born blind Correct. versus someone who maybe loses their sight in earlier and later years. How do you um, treat and work with those individuals? Oh, yeah. I mean, we have clinicians that are experts in, in dealing with all types of vision loss. Mm-hmm. Um, to your point, we we have clients that come to us from birth that that don't have sight. Uh, we have clients that come to us again as they begin to lose their sight. Um, it really just depends where they're at on the vision spectrum, where they're at in their own journey. So we have, uh, you know, an array of clinicians, everything from providing social services, support groups. Again, um, access technology is huge now. Um, we all have phones that now have capabilities on them that are truly amazing for someone who is really has a visual impairment, that it allows them to do things. Things like, you know, talk over services where they can run their phone across to document and it's going to read it to them for as, as an example. Uh, and so we have experts that are teaching all of those kind of services, techniques, programs um, to this very large array of, of, of our community that we serve. Okay. And one of the things that I know that you guys do, I think is very important, is that when people start to lose their vision, then, you know, they've already had a job established. And how does that then impact 
their job and their ability to provide income for them and their family. So tell us about that and how you work with those individuals. Oh, absolutely. You know, that really kind of falls out of our excess technology area. Provide, you know, we provide instruction um, in the use of mainstream and adaptive computer technology for work, uh, for school and for personal goals. So, you know, again, when a, when a client comes to us, we sit down and establish what their life goals are. What do they want to um, continue to be able to do or accomplish through their working with our uh, clinicians and really set a plan up that's specific to their needs? And you're right. Oftentimes, we have people that are still in the workforce and they need adaptive equipment that are gonna, that's going to allow them to stay in that workforce for as long as they possibly can. All right. And in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. More information about the show, more information about our guests can always be found on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. Like us there. Follow us there as well. You can also go to Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air or listen to the show anytime you like. Just head to your favorite podcast anywhere you get your podcasts and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. This morning, we have individuals from the Cincinnati Association for the Blind and Visually Impaired. We're speaking to Aaron Bly and also speaking to Samantha Barlion. Also in the studio is Joe. and We'll talk to Joe in a second. He's with Westside Brewing. So you guys also have volunteer opportunities for those that are looking to volunteer. What opportunities are there as well? And what are you looking for and how can we help? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We always are looking for volunteers. Um, A lot of our volunteers really are what we call our radio reading services volunteers. So they come in or oftentimes now with technology can do their volunteering from home. And so they're reading uh, magazines, newspapers, publications, et cetera, that then get edited and go on to a continuous uh, 24-hour service, a radio broadcast that someone who has a visual impairment can get from us free of charge, and they're able to listen to things like People Magazine, the Cincinnati Inquirer, the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times on this radio receiver. And so we have we have over 500 active volunteers, but are always looking for more. We have another program that's called PTP, which is personalized talking print. So a huge amount of volunteers. And what that is, it's, it's an individual voice mailbox system. So we have volunteers that will record, uh, for example, uh, the, the Kroger store ad um, every week. They'll record that into a voice mailbox. A client has access to an array of voice mailboxes by number. And so if they're getting ready to go to the store and they want to see what's on sale at that particular location, they can key into that voice mailbox and listen just specifically to that ad as opposed to listening to the broadcast and they really don't have any control over what's coming over that broadcast. And we have the past couple of years, we ventured down podcasting. You know, we have seven channels now that are, are out there for people to listen to as well and an array of topics. And if you visit our website, it'll lead you directly to our podcast channels. All right. So you guys have this cool event coming up this Thursday, August 11th from five to seven at Westside Brewing. Tell us a little bit about this event, if you guys will. Samantha? Sure. So Braille Ale is back. Um, It's going to be in a bigger can and an even bigger flavor. So it will be released um, Thursday, August 11th. Um, So you can stop by, pick up your four-pack, and Big Dog's Barbecue will be there um, if you'd like to get some dinner. Um, And we'll have Dirty Mike and the Six Speeds playing at 7.30. And... A portion of your food and beverage purchases will go back to CBVI to help individuals adapt to vision loss. Okay, so let's back things up. So you guys, Joe, you guys have partnered with uh, Cincinnati Association for the Blind and Visually Impaired. You guys are doing a special 
ale. Is that right? Correct. Yes. And this is a, this is the third year doing it. Okay. And to our knowledge, we're the first in the country, maybe even the world, to put Braille on a beer can. Okay. So nice. the actual beer cans will have Braille uh, script on them, obviously for visually impaired people, but also just to raise awareness to sighted people that you know. To, to understand the needs of those who do have limited or no vision. Okay, so you have to tell us and describe this special flavor. Yep. Is it a flavor? Am I saying that right? Yeah, that's, that's a style or flavor. A style? Yeah, okay. that's fine. Okay. And, and we're actually, this is the third year doing it. We changed it up this year. Okay. So it's going to be a tangerine IPA. Um, so it has, you know, the piney and bitterness uh, that people love in an IPA, but that's balanced with the, the flavors and aroma of citrus from the tangerine. Okay, so... How do you come up with this? What What is in your mind? How do you come up with these different flavors? How did this, what was the inspiration behind this tangerine? You know, that was a good question. I think we wanted to do something. We wanted to change it up. So the, the, the prior two years, we did a raspberry goza, which is a, a, a fruited sour ale. People love that, but we wanted to keep it fresh and interesting. Uh, so we worked with our brewer and the team from uh, CABVI and said, you know, what's another kind of relevant style that people love? Um, and so we came up, you know, we shot around, we talked about several ideas and came up with the tangerine IPA. Okay. So do you guys brew that in house? Is that what yep, you guys absolutely. do? Absolutely. Yeah. We brew it right there in our, in our brewery on Harrison Avenue in Westwood. Oh, wow. So how long does that take to, to put the, yeah. that together from yep. the inception? Okay. Let's do this. Yep. And so how does that actually yep. come to fruition? The, the actual process of brewing the beer is Fairly quick, you okay. know, So the the actual brew day is a you know eight hour eight hour work day, okay. And then it takes about two weeks uh, to ferment, um, okay. And and then it's ready to to put in a put in a can. On something like this, really the longer lead time and the complexity is the labels for the beer cans. You know, okay. getting putting braille on a beer label, as I mentioned, isn't very common. So okay. uh, it's you know we have a company called Steinhauser Printing in Newport um, does those labels for us. Uh, they have to source printing screens from kind of all over the globe to find a a printing screen and method that'll allow for the raised braille. So th- it, it's probably been, you know, we've been talking about this since probably February or March uh, with the, the new style, and then it was kind of full speed ahead, you know, getting the proper printing plates and everything necessary to print the labels. Okay, so I would imagine this would be a fun process because, you know, you have to taste things. You have to make sure it tastes right yep. and things yep. like that get the right flavor. So what is that like? What is that process like, Joe? Yeah, so, you know, we have a phenomenal brew team at the brewery. They're okay. all way smarter than I am. Um, but mm-hmm. they, but it is a process, right? So we have a brew team. They collaborate on the right recipe, and then we tested it out. So we, we brewed a test batch of it, I'd say, two or three months ago. Uh, we had Aaron and Sam and the, and the team out to taste it. For the most part, it's going to be relatively unchanged from that. We made a few slight tweaks to it, right. but really the first the first batch was was pretty good. Okay, and so the first time to buy this will be this coming Thursday, August 11th. Is that right? Correct. All right, and so money, as you mentioned, Samantha, tell me again about that. Yes, yeah, so you can pick Proceeds. up your, your, your four-pack at Westside Brewing starting at 5 p.m., um, and a portion of the proceeds will go back to CBVI to help individuals adapt to vision loss. Okay. And you spoke about a lot of the components, all the things that you have going on for the event as well. So why should our listeners come out and support you guys? 
Well, the one thing we also want to highlight, especially for you, Rodney, is that Natalie Jones from our own Q102 will be there uh, doing a live feed broadcast back okay. to Freddie in the studio from 5 to 7 as well. So Sam talked about the phenomenal band that will be taking over for her. But again, come out, stop out and see Natalie. So she'll be there on hand, too. And she, she's she been a phenomenal partner for CABVI as well for years now. So okay. maybe she'll give have her a shout our, out. Yeah, yeah, maybe she'll have on her rollerblades. She, like she, <laughs> she might. She might. She often does. She might. Okay, so um, Joe, why was it so important for you guys to partner? This is your third year with um, Cincinnati Association for the Blind and Visually Impaired. Why was this an important partnership for you guys and continues to be? You know, we started our brewery five years ago, and we always wanted to be more than just a place that that produces beer, right? We want to be part of the community. We want to uh, give back financially, but more importantly, raise awareness for, you know, causes in our community that that affect people. So when we first partnered with CABVI three years ago, we were elated to do so, and we still are. And every, every year, you know, we get more and more awareness for the, the visually impaired community, um, which is, you know, great for CBVI, and it's great for us to do something to give back to the community. Okay. And so on the other end, for you guys, Samantha and Aaron, what is it like for you guys um, to have this partnership? Well, I think it's done everything we hoped it would do. Um, so it's a great product that people love. And at the same time, they get to support individuals with vision loss um, and provide support to our programs and services that are life-changing to people that don't have sight. And for some reason, if you can't attend this event coming up on Thursday, August 11th at Westside Brewing, you still have the opportunity to taste this very special tangerine IPA, Right. Yeah, well, absolutely. So, so we we will have it on tap at the brewery. We'll have four packs available at the brewery for, I'd say, the next month or so at least. Okay. But it'll also be available all around town. So it'll be in in most Kroger's in the area, other beer retailers, um, and there's a list of all the locations that carry the beer. If you go to cincyblind.org/brailleale, there'll be a listing of of every place in town where you can get the beer. Okay. All right. So it's the Braille L. Again, let's go over the information, Samantha. When, where, what time, where do we need to be? So it's going to be Thursday, August 11th at Westside Brewing from 5 to 7 p.m. All right. And if our listeners would like to find out more, how can they find out more? Uh, they can visit our website at cincyblind.org slash Braille L. Okay. And if our listeners would like to find out more about Westside Brewing, Joe, how can they find out more? We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, and our website is westsidebrewing.com. All right. Well, thank you, guys. Good luck with the event. Thank you so much for taking time to talk to us. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes. From running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton. Motivation that moves you.